welcome to Tropeful, a weekly look at how trope influences our understanding of our texts. I'm Cantor David Reinwald, and this week we explore the fourth portion in the book of Exodus, Parshat Beshalach. And whereas many other Shabbatot of our year are named after the Torah portion read on that day, this Shabbat is one that has a special name based on the contents of our portion. This Shabbat is Shabbat Shira, the Shabbat of song, precisely because we chant one of two songs found in the Torah, and the predominant one in our history. It's the Song of the Sea, Shirat Hayam, which includes the verses which we carry forward as our song of freedom, the Micha Mocha. Last week I focused in on the first mentioning of the exodus from Egypt as a point of remembrance, as well as a point of embarkation for our people who moved forward from that moment consistently empowered by what they had experienced. This week, we rejoice, and we rejoice through song. While the other song in the Torah is found at the end of Deuteronomy with the song of Moses, literally Moses' last words to the people prior to his death, this is the only song in the Torah that gets special attention through the way it is chanted. And it deviates during eight of its 19 verses from the standard Ashkenazic trope every time there is a mentioning of God's name. This is the only time in the Torah that we ever do this. What is remarkable about chanting the Torah is that in general, we treat nearly every part of the Torah equally, despite using certain elements of the trope system as we have seen to highlight words and phrases. The trope system itself never changes, so as a whole, the Torah pretty much all sounds the same. But not here. This is perhaps the most special week of chanting of the Torah for the entire year of our regular Torah cycle. And for that very reason, many cantors also love to use this Shabbat weekend to make their service extra musical or to offer special musical programming, celebrating the uniqueness of it all. Let's take a break for a moment from explaining things, though, and I will chant the first three verses of this section, Exodus chapter 15, verses 1 through 3. You will hear that we start in standard trope and then move into the special chant for Shirat Hayam. If I were to continue on chanting, we would then return to the regular chant and bounce back and forth between that and the special melody. Az Yashir Moshe, Uvene Yisrael, Et Hashirah Zot Ladonai, Vayomeru Lemor. Ashira Ladunai Kigaoga Susverokvo Ramavayam Ozivesimratia Vahilili Shuham Ze Elivan Vehu Elohea Viva Romemenhu Adonai Ishmilhama Adonai Shemo I have been noting specifically in my explanation that this is the Ashkenazic tradition. To have this back and forth between regular trope and special melody chant. In the Sephardic tradition, this song is often much like a lot of Sephardic custom, a communal and congregational melody. 
These melodies vary depending on the geographic location of the community, but singing this melody as one unified group actually seems so appropriate to the nature of this celebration in the story of the Exodus. I encourage you to go onto YouTube and just search Shirat Hayam. You will find a multitude of videos of different people and communities showing off their musical traditions for this unique text. In addition to Ashkenazic and Sephardic customs, you will find examples of Moroccan and even the Abuyadayan tradition of the unique community of Jews in Uganda. I found it absolutely fascinating. I have a great passion for the teachings of the first chief rabbi of Israel, Rav Kook. And on this portion, he taught from Midrash Tanhuma, noting that the song itself is notably honoring God. And we see this in every moment that the Ashkenazic tradition changes its melody on the verses containing God's name. The Midrash quotes from Proverbs that one should honor God from your wealth, but explains that wealth may be more than material. It may be one's gifts and talents, including song. And thus, Rav Cook points at Rashi, who took the phrase mechonecha from your wealth and reread it in Midrashic contemplation as mechronecha from your throat. So sing, sing a song. Now, this podcast would be incomplete if I did not chant the Micha Mocha verse with a special melody. So here it goes. Mi chamocha ba'ilim Adonai, mi chamocha nedar ba'kodesh, nora tehilot o sefele. I wish you all a very special and musical Shabbat Shira, and join me next week for yet another special portion, each in its own way. Next week, we will find ourselves examining the Ten Commandments in Parashat Yitro. Until then, be tropeful. <laughs>